and welcome to another, yet another, the final one, one of or many. the first episode of No Plans to Merge. I am your host, Daniel Caleb. And I am your host, Colburn Porzio. And today's episode is brought to you by the Autobahn. It's a big highway in Germany and it's very fast. That's right. Thank you, Autobahn, um, for sponsoring the show. Mm-hmm. Um, that's crazy that they just reached out to us out of nowhere. We haven't like done an episode in so long. Yeah. And they're um, like, you guys are slowing down. Maybe you yeah. should pick up speed. Maybe. Exactly. Maybe. They, they, yeah, they pitched us that, um, that theme. And that I don't know. Yeah. I instantly loved it. I just mm-hmm. thought it was a great idea. Yeah. You know, yeah. some things are just a fit. It's a culture fit. Yep. Yep. Totally. When Ooh. it just, just, you just say yes. You know yes. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you just. I've spent just, too much time yes. saying no to life, Caleb. That's right. Um, it's important to say yes to everything in life. Mm-hmm. Is my philosophy. <laughs> just sort of uh, unjudgmentally without any filter. Say yes to all things. Don't even think about it. You just say yes, whatever it is. <laughs> the thinking about it is what really gets you. Exactly. It's um, yeah. That's what gets you caught up. Is what I'm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how. That's how you get deep in the weeds. Yep. And uh, and honestly, it's oh, and you're so young. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're all, we're <laughs> all so young. <laughs> we're so young. Oh, yeah, we've that, got our whole lives ahead of us. You have your whole life. Ahead of you, at least. And that's uh-huh. Daniel. Um, I mean, it's great to have you on the show today, Daniel. Yeah. Well, it's nice to make a guest appearance. I really appreciate you coming on here. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to talk about your latest movie mm-hmm. um, that you watched. Yep. Uh, the latest movie I watched. Latest, I, I don't watch movies. What, what did I watch? Oh, I watched a short film. Really? You ever watch a short film? Is it in French? No, English then no i don't think i have it's called boiling point huh um so you know i watch the pixar shorts that's a short film (laughs) for sure yeah that's a short film right there um so that there's a show called the bear okay has this crossed your cultural lexicon you have a baby i don't know if you like have any experience with the world i think i do okay so there's a show called the bear uh, which is on uh, Hulu. Um, Hulu. Hulu. <laughs> but it's uh, it's great. It's the kid from Shameless, and just a bunch of it's great. But it's shot. It's set in Chicago, and it's like this kid is like taking over this restaurant for his brother who died, and he's like a big fancy chef from the big city, and he's coming back to like a this like grimy chicago beef sandwich Mm. shop and he's you know it is what it is great show great like kitchen energy like as a person who's who's lived that lifestyle a lot of just little throwaway things and lines really landed um very good but anyway before we watch the bear like uh order up kind uh, of thing they actually didn't they say hands 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 yeah which means which means put your hands on this plate and take it to the table oh and that's yeah. accurate hands yeah. is that what you said in the taco stand no no no, no. well the taco stand we didn't have service um mm-hmm. we just 
put shit in the window and people grabbed it. Um, But in restaurants, we didn't say hands. We said service, please. Service, please. Service, please. Mm -hmm. You just scream at people at some point. Mm. But the, the energy was perfect, you know? Anyway, Boiling Point is like a 20-minute short film, which is also like a high-energy kitchen thing. Ah. And I watched that first, and then I was like, okay, now I really do want to watch The Bear. So you haven't watched The Bear. No, you have. I've watched The Bear's both. The Chicago. I've now watched both. So Okay, you've watched both. Interesting. A lot of good kitchen content. Yeah, you know, I'm not as... Uh, you know, Ratatouille was my last real <laughs> kitchen <laughs> film um and i don't think i've watched a kitchen film since to be honest um so yeah i yeah. think i need to yep that's a good recommendation there daniel mm-hmm. i'm gonna lock that do away do you think in re- the thing i'm the thing i've always kind of wondered about ratatouille is like do you think that the guy in ratatouille uh thinks that he's the only one being controlled by a rat but actually the whole society it's just people being controlled by rats. Wait a sec. So so there's so you're not suggesting that there are rats in everybody's hat. You're just suggesting that No, I'm saying everyone's got a rat in their hat. Gotcha. Everybody who's wearing a hat <laughs> yeah, has a every, rat. Or or like a big bun. Right. Oh any sort of So is any that sort of... I just so think, yeah, like, you... it's about imposter syndrome, right? Because, like, everyone thinks, like, mm. you know, oh, everyone else is able to cook just, like, all on their own because right. they have these innate gifts. Yeah. Like, I'm the only one who has to have a rat under my hat in order to cook good. Right. Um, cook but good maybe, meat. like, what you find out is that, like, everyone struggles and everyone actually has a rat under their hat. Interesting. Right. And so that's the alternate ending. I think that's the actual ending. I think, I think no one is really understanding that that's what was going on all along. Interesting. Mm-hmm. This is um, like, uh, you know, the movie Encanto with, I don't uh, know that. you know, <laughs> you're not into um, Spanish cinema. Mm-mm. No. Um, it's a Pixar movie. <laughs> and sure. <laughs> whatever. Uh, you know, well, if you haven't seen it, Daniel, I'm not going to, I'm not going to bore you about mm-hmm. more rat in the hat metaphors. Man, my freaking headphones keep cutting out, Daniel. Oh, Caleb, that's the worst. Oh, man. That's the gosh darn worst. Oh, it really is. Um, well, the cool thing about your headphones is that they're $24, so you can just throw them away and get another pair. Yep, and I do. These are, oh, these are the nice ones. Hannah bought me a second pair because my other pair, the little, like, the little black stuff, wears away yeah and there starts just leaving be, residue yeah in your ear and uh-huh. on your face and so mm, it's not great yeah so yeah so yeah Daniel. although like i feel like if i was going to hire like a mixing engineer or like someone to like run sound for something yeah i would want their little like black stuff to have peeled away on the ear cups of their sony just so monitors. that they look like well used and that they knew what they were doing yeah i just would want to know that this person like is for real yeah yeah i agree i'm skeptical of people with new headphones like if you're yeah i mean it's the equivalent of you know if if your keyboard is not like if all the little um ridges on the keys the little micro ridges haven't been smoothed out Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. half the keys or if like your guitar doesn't have a bunch of like scrapes down the middle yep. you know or if the crease of your bible has, if the if the yeah the spine <laughs> of your bible has never been creased you know oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's a good one that's um, a good one what else daniel what else <gasps> how do yeah. you find yourself caleb oh, daniel i'm finding myself well um oh, that's good how about yourself daniel i haven't talked to you in a good year it, it has been a decade wow caleb. what's been it only what's feels been like up a week you? yeah i know right you've got a 10 year old son uh yeah so um yeah riverstone <laughs> third grade and, going <laughs> he's in that's that probably is an accurate grade for 10 years old. i think fourth i think fourth actually well no, he was held but... back yeah, um, very stupid child. Yeah, actually, the development has been slow. It's been slow going, but we'll get there. Um, yeah, we'll get there. Just a dull child. Yes, not the brightest tool in the shed, uh, but but he's sweet. He's all heart, yeah. is what we say. He's all heart. And fast. Uh, fast. Fast is all get out, I tell you. <laughs> yep, that's right. Um, scouts are always, you know, mm-hmm. at all... You know, just looking at him run. <laughs> like, well, he can't dribble, so your but... Do- so your dog is dead now, right? Is that- That's correct, yeah. <laughs> yep. and, so Max uh, is dead. Yeah, Max is dead, and I am 42. <laughs> Great. So there's been a lot, Welcome there's to middle a lot age. of developments So you recently. just had a colonoscopy, right? Yeah, it was great, dude. I loved it. You I'm loved trying to go it, back huh? for another one. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I hear that. I yeah. feel well, you. You know, a lot of people don't discover their passions until middle age. Yep, because that's when you get your first colonoscopy. <laughs> Correct, yeah. And you see the light. Mm-hmm. Parts of you see the light that have never mm-hmm. seen the light, you know? That's correct, yeah. Um. So, yeah. Well, that's good. It's good. It's been good catching up. <laughs> Catch you another ten. <laughs> oh man, um, yeah, no, but really, the the fish have grown up. Um, mm-hmm. Do you have fish? You don't have. I mean, fish. I, I eat fish. You eat fish. I eat fish. Fish you, talk. I feel like you either can have fish or eat fish. I have and eat and fish. Fish. You have your fish and eat it too. I do, <laughs> but not the actual fish. Um, I think. What can we talk about you euthanizing goldfish? <laughs> <laughs> I would sure. like that to be the topic for this episode. Sure. So we have a couple goldfish. Mm-hmm. One of them in a fair mm-hmm. with a ping pong ball mm-hmm. and a dream. Mm-hmm. And took them home and we've raised them well. And we don't want them anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we had somebody watch the fish when we went to Florida. Mm-hmm. And we we're kind of hoping they would die. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they didn't. And we have to take them back. Um, and what I was just, just wondering, not had someone watch them. Is there, well, so what, how do you get rid of goldfish? Well, here's one thing I know for question. sure about goldfish is that no method of killing a goldfish that lasts longer than three seconds is any crueler than any other method of <laughs> killing a goldfish that lasts more than three seconds. So, okay. So you right. Just... If a goldfish has a three second memory. Oh, Okay. Right. Uh, well, like, no, you, no. You could be killing a goldfish for a year, and to them, they've only so three second experience. I mean, let's let's go here, Daniel. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, so so memory, your memory of pain is the only thing that matters 
when it comes to pain. It's sort of a ship of Theseus. Is it even the same goldfish? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, it's definitely not the same goldfish. Um, you're right. So if we torture a goldfish, it was the it was a totally different goldfish. Anyway. Yeah. But then we I mean, tortured I think, I think multiple. It, it says a lot about you, right? As a goldfish <laughs> torturer. Yeah. Um. So, okay, releasing live goldfish into mm-hmm. a stream. Mm-hmm. You're not killing them. Sure. In some ways, They're you're going to die. Free. Well, we're all going to die. <laughs> well, that's the thing. <laughs> that's that's what I keep going back to. Yeah, just put them in a stream, dude. <laughs> just next time I go fishing. Dude, I go to the bait shop, literally. Next week, I'm going to roll up to the bait shop with a bucket, and I'm going to ask for a bunch of goldfish-sized fish, mm-hmm. and I'm going to put them in a little bucket, and I'm going to shove a hook through their face. So just use the goldfish as bait. <laughs> Dude, why is this so crazy? If I used our goldfish as bait, that would be the most <laughs> twisted thing ever, but I'm literally nah. going to take goldfish-sized nah. fish and shove a hook through their face and That's release them twisted. into the lake. And try to get them eaten. Not twisted. You can use the goldfish's bait. Dude, how freaking funny would this be? If literally I go fishing and I start off. No, I put the goldfish in the bucket. I hand the bucket to the bait folks Uh to load up with, you know, shiners or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they'll be like, hey, this goldfish in here. Did you you mean to put these in here? We're like, yeah, we got them. Names. We thought we would want them, but we didn't want them. And now we have names? a child. You know what? Names is a big thing. Like, if we didn't name them, it would be more ethical to so, so fish it, with them. So the bait shop, yeah. where do they keep these small fish? In a big, like, pool thing with big tank. Water. Yeah, big, big old tank. So, like, say you. I mean, get like yourself a vat. A, you say know. you get yourself a roll of masking tape and a sharpie. Yeah. And like while no one's watching, you just start labeling the tank with a bunch of names of the fish. <laughs> to protect like, like what what do they do? <laughs> okay, that would be hilarious. Um, Jeff. Okay, honestly, yeah, maybe what if you ran the 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 fish stand and when you gave people fish, you gave them a list of the names. What if when you're at the bait shop, you just <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. This is the move. Okay. You're at the bait shop. You just drop the goldfish into the tank. <laughs> and then you make it their problem. Now they're the ones who have a goldfish now in the you're tank. you're the ones the gold... <laughs> That's the move, man. I mean, yeah. this is crazy why just I can't get rid of these responsibility. goldfish. Be like, this is not my fucking problem. Dude, I mean, well, honestly, the fair that we won them at is coming around again. Oh, you give them back. That's what I'm thinking. Put them in my little bags. And just walk by. Just okay, walk by and walk by. Down on the table. And slip it in. No, honestly though, like that, like for real though, I really considered doing the bag thing, showing up to the general area, and just rewarding a child with the goldfish. Yeah, or like and just handing it to him and then being where like, else are kids at? Well, I mean. I just think you just, I mean, you just drop a fish on a kid, you know? Next kid you see without a parent, you hand them a bag with two oh goldfish in them. Dude, I just realized, like, I've given fish to kids before at the fair uh-huh. because I just want to win them. But then you win them and it's like, I don't want to take the fish, which I did last time. Yeah. But and other times I haven't. And you find a kid and you go, oh, did you want a goldfish? You know, like, how cruel is that to the parents? Like, what a dick move. 
to just go up to a kid. Like, oh, hey, guess what? You're going yeah, exactly. to be explaining death to your child in a, in a month. Yeah, right. Here you go. Here, hey, were you planning on going to PetSmart after this? Because now you are. Here you go. <laughs> Hope you like cleaning fish tank, fish poop. Man, were dude, I hate Were you planning on fish. going to PetSmart after this? Now you right. are. <laughs> now you're going. Uh, how'd you think the rest of your day was going? <laughs> psych yeah so uh, yeah no dude i think i think you honestly, just bestow the fish upon a kid you put it in a bag you put on a mask right mm. so no one's gonna be so able to they, clock so you cameras can't see. yeah yeah and then you go where is a good place i feel like a library so that's interesting because i you know i have no problem going to the little fish stand around it and giving a kid a fish well, but but you have to library? wait for the fair to come back. Right, right, right. You're right. Actually, there I'm saying is a little... If, oh, if you want to deploy this fish today... No, no. Tomorrow. The Burger Fest. I live in a oh. town that has a Burger Fest. Sure, in Tomorrow. Hamburg. Now you just doxed me, Daniel. Now everybody's going to come. Then nobody knows that I live in Hamburg, and now everybody knows... And everybody's coming to the Burger Fest. It's a paparazzi. Everyone's going to Google Buffalo Burger Fest. They're like, oh, it's in Hamburg. You know what's the silliest thing about this freaking Burger Fest? You can't find any burgers at the Burger Fest. That makes a lot of sense. That's the yeah. stupidest thing ever. You know, there's a bar here called the Burger Bar. They don't have burgers. Are you serious? Yeah. What's up with that? It's a, it's a joke on the tourists. Because tourists like burger bars? Yeah. It has five stars on Yelp. So like if you and it it's listed on Yelp as having burgers. Okay. And so if you were to like no find burgers. the best burger in Asheville or whatever. Oh, it would you show would, up. You would find this dive bar that has no parking. That's awesome. It has bike parking only. So like if you want to park, you have mm. to park like a quarter mile away. Yeah. You know? So in theory, and it's a members only club. Wow. Um as many places in North Carolina are, so it's like locals only. Really? Uh, so in theory, the goal is to like attract tourists to like want to try the best burger in Asheville. Yeah. Then have them park a quarter mile away and then walk to be denied entry to a bar. Just to punish them for just for yeah, liking just your for town. existing. Yeah. Interesting. In Buffalo, we're trying to attract tourists. Oh yeah. So you don't That's see a lot of going that around here. here. That's not what's There's going on. There's a lot of burger places that have burgers yeah um interesting but one burger festival that doesn't but one burger fest that has no burgers yeah. so the burger fest tomorrow i don't know if there's going to be a fish thing but regardless if i brought these fish kids don't have to know that there's no fish thing you just be like hey you want this fish and they'll just assume that oh there's a fish thing somewhere and if they can't sure. find the fish thing they'll assume that it's gone or something yeah to just bestow a fish upon a kid man we named them. Do I give the names to the kid or just uh -uh. they're going to live a new life? New fish, new life. New fish, new life. <laughs> well, we've really come up with a good, a handful of good ideas here. Yeah, My so favorite I think, is honestly just fishing with the fish because it really, right? It's, on like, brand. it's not crueler. Than, yeah, no. See, you're like me. Seems so you're like cruel. me in that you prefer the plan that causes you to test your own philosophical conviction. Exactly, right. Yes. <laughs> Prefer the plan like, as close to the edge as possible. See, I think my favorite is just dropping it into the tank at the bait shop. Well, the problem is the tank's behind the counter. So, oh 
So they would require a little bit of a toss. Mm. Um, well, you, you ever throw a fish? I sadly have thrown many fish, yes. Yeah, throw Into them Into bodies of water, that's right. Catch and release, yeah. Yep, yep, you know, you throw them. CNR. Yeah, you're not supposed to, but you throw them. Yeah, yep. give them a little. Give them a little whoosh. spotty slap whoosh. on the water, yeah. Yep. Make them feel alive. Oh. oh, Daniel. Well, this has been uh, this has been fun. This has been good. Yeah. Well, shall we uh, cue the? Cue, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, right. What you been up to? How uh, are you, uh, Daniel? I'm very well. You have a baby. Uh, I have a baby. We've we haven't spoken since you had a baby. We literally have not spoken since you had so a baby. So it's great to speak to you. So you've been a dad this whole time. I've been a dad this entire what, what's time. What's your rhythm of life? Um, I he sleeps pretty good actually. So I sleep. And the rhythm's basically the same, except there's a lot of, um, you know, baby caring for <laughs> in the sure. crowd. Sure. Uh, yeah. You know, the rhythm of life is everything is you just have to take a baby with you. And we, we were doing this thing where we just, I guess at, at first, you know, the baby thing's crazy where, you know, like you get no sleep and it's just kind of this whole thing and you're in, it's all a days kind of thing. And that was true for us. And, but now that's over and kind of doing life um and so we took him on the boat i tweeted that so mm-hmm. you might have saw i that. saw a picture we went Your on the hair boat. Is very long we went yep it's gone now oh i couldn't i thought it was in a pony nope that would be interesting to have this short of hair yeah i didn't i just and the rest didn't consciously pony. clock yeah but yeah, yeah. yeah no i cut it all off yesterday um which was a whole story in itself i was really looking forward to the pageantry of getting my like hair that goes down my nipples cut mm-hmm. um, and it didn't disappoint like all the ladies at the barber shop uh which whatever they they're like who you know they're kind of like fighting over who can cut my hair you know they all and they all loved it they loved it and and then i donated it and so i'm the king of the you know millennials shop. are more about experiences than ownership you know true enough yeah yeah yep um, but Gen Z is back to ownership. It's back just, to ownership. They're like, just, I want to own a house one day. Right, yeah. What the hell? Exactly. Um, but anyway, so that that was fun. Yeah, I got the haircut. The kid's good, but now we're chilling out. But we did learn that like if you take your kid to crazy, like we went to the the food festival thing in Buffalo, Taste of Buffalo. Um, you guys don't. Do you have a taste of Asheville? No. There's a no. taste I of mean, Charlotte. Just, like not not quite enough salt, I guess, would be the the taste of Asheville. the taste of Asheville. <laughs> right dehydrated meals could use some salt um okay to taste of buffalo whatever we went to taste buffalo and we went we did like a zillion things and then we oh in the beach and we just kind of learned that like the baby needs to sleep actually and you can't just have a baby in like crazy places all day yeah and that that results in pain so um so yeah but what i don't know daniel how, i don't really how old's a kid when they stop needing a nap four well, so he just sleeps all the time. Like, yeah, if yeah. we're not, there's no, no I know, nap but I'm situation. like, right, but, but I'm yeah. just saying, like, how long are you signed up to, like, not be able to do a day long event? Daniel, I have no idea. <laughs> I really have no idea. I don't know anything about kids past when they're two months old. Mm hmm. So, and that's pretty cool, though. So, that's that. Yep. But it, it really, he's the cutest thing in the world. He's so sure. cute and he smiles now. That's exciting. And it's big uh, development. And he's like a funny guy. He's got a great sense of humor. Yep. You'll change his diaper and then real chuckle. Literally, fuck. <laughs> that's our nickname for him. 
Um, you'll change his diaper. It'll be clean as a whistle. Uh-huh. And then you take him away and he will just give you the biggest present and just load you up like right after you change the diaper. That's kind. Um, and it's hilarious. It's commitment to the bit is what it yes. is. Yes. And so he holds it. I'm pretty sure he holds it. I know he holds it. Yeah. Um, well, there's a limit to what a diaper can hold. There is. And so we just actually bumped up a diaper size because we're wow. getting blowouts like every day, multiple <sighs> times a day. That's not fun. So there's just this like pile of his onesies that just have this like big old brown spot right up the back you know <laughs> we don't like so, it we don't like it but the thing is infant poop doesn't smell like it smells the I've, tiniest I tinge of like differ. popcorn i beg to differ dude it does not smell i've smelled it doesn't some smell like poop. poop i no, it smells like something worse no no you way. might you might have been lucky so far sir I don't know, man. Breast You might milk, have had two poop. months of It's just breast milk poops. going in. There's no chimichangas or <laughs> whatever else. Chimichangas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's not so bad. Changing diapers is not so bad. It's not so bad. And I think we do have a good baby, so I don't want to, you know, brag too babe. much. But uh, yeah, he's a high quality guy. Mm. He's, he's high quality. Nice. Yeah, you know? So yeah, that that's uh, that's uh, been uh, this baby corner... Baby corner. Baby Bow corner. Bow. Um, yep. Uh, yes, Daniel. You, so you got him that. using Vim yet? Uh, no. He's still using... Um, Nano. Nano. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think of the name. <laughs> Control yeah. X. Well, Control X. <laughs> we're working on his hand um, dexterity first. We're trying to get him to be able to, to intentionally move, move his hands. Yeah. Once he discovers his hands, then it's Vim. Um. So here's yeah. a really funny thing. He is. So, so he's not cording yet. He's not doing a lot of cording. What's called like making chords? No, like in Vim, the whole thing with like Vim is like oh, you can com- do cording where you like press multiple keys to do yeah, things. Right. No, he's a hunt and peck kind of guy, and mm-hmm. it's just pecking wherever. He actually, it is hilarious because he just like his hands go everywhere, and he can't control them. And they're just this thing. And like occasionally his hand will like make its way by his mouth. And then he's like, yes, yes, it got to my mouth. And he sucks That's on awesome. it. And he's yeah. like, this, do not leave. Please do not leave. Please do not leave. Somebody slams the door or something. And he goes like, <laughs> and then it's like, we've got to start all over. Just waving our hands until eventually a finger. It just give me a finger. Mouth. Give me a finger. Oh, yeah. That's, that's so the funny. stuff. That's the real stuff. Oh, that's good. That's so good. he's hilarious. Another really funny thing he does is stares at a lamp next to the rocking chair. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's hilarious. Like, no matter Checks where out. he is in the room, he's staring at the lamp, whether it's sure. on or off. The sure. kid loves lamp. And yep, I love he, lamp. we named it Panchito. <laughs> and so it's just the funniest thing that, like, he doesn't look into our eyes and, mm-hmm. and like, you know. Well, I'm sh- how long coo, is the world blurry? He stares for at him? the lamp. When does he get when does he get focus? I don't know. I think he's got a little bit. He definitely if the lamp's not around, he'll look at us and track us, you know? Mm-hmm. Like as we move and it's like very cute and he's very aware of his mommy and daddy. Mm-hmm. Put that lamp in the room <laughs> and it's out the window. Yeah. And he's literally staring at the lamp. It's it's um it's very funny. That's and cool. That's that's uh yeah, Kid so loves Pan, lamp. Panchito. He loves Panchito. Wishes Panchito thinks Panchito's is a real dad. Yep. Um. So yeah. So that's that's River Buddy. He's he's a good boy. I was raised by a lamp. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's what he'll say. Um. Yep. He'll say 
He was when he learns to talk when he's five because he's a slow he's slow to development. So are you um, also running a business over there? Barely. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I was like, I was like, "Hmm, if I was Caleb, how much work would I be getting done? I am working Mm -hmm. somewhat. I'm working on Livewire V3 and just having a ball. Um, But I am more so like I'm digging a hole right now Mm -hmm. where a tree used to be. Mm-hmm. And that's consuming a lot of time and sweat. Um, so I'm putting in a fence and a deck. So a real hole. Okay, real I thought hole. this is a metaphor mm, for like the nope. stability of oh, your and business. Oh, I'm just expanding or the metaphor. Like yeah, a, tree, yeah. a tree used to be here. Like uh, Andy Dufresne. Uh, um, I was like, what is he saying? I don't get it. Yeah. No, okay. No, You're digging so I'm a actually real trying hole to dig a, a hole. real tree once yeah, was. basically digging a two-foot hole in like solid wood. Nice. Um, that's cool. But I that's say one that, of those things that you definitely can't pay someone else to do. Nope. Nobody will do it. Nope. Nobody would even dare. I'm sitting. I got like the sawzall, an axe. Uh, you know, my hands, shovels, everything. I just went to Lowe's and got like a huge digger digger bar, or digging bar. You ever seen these mm-hmm. things? Six feet of steel mm-hmm. that with a like a like a chisel tip that you just mm-hmm. kind of like. Just send it. Real, yeah, just hoist it right down. Because I'm having the problem with the axe. The hole's too deep. So I go to swing the axe, and the handle hits the earth before the head hits the roots. The roots, yeah. You break the legendary roots crew. Um, yeah. And you break the axe handle. So whatever. I'm actually, I'm saying this to say that I am um, split between babying, deck building, and live wire V3ing. And that is my life, Daniel. Nice. So... Yeah, it's pretty that cool. That is my life. Pretty cool. Um, hey, have you ever, would you ever pay someone to come into your home and do things in your home? So let me tell you, first off, I have not, so far, I have not paid a single person to do anything. And there's a part of me that wants to declare that my life's mission and never pay anyone for anything. For anything. Yes. Just have them come do the work. And then skip town. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, I need a tree removed. And that that's like kind of the edge of how this this is going to work. Like, mm-hmm. like man, I that tree might be the death of this plan. Mm-hmm. Basically, like, re-roofing my house. Okay, I'm not talking about things you can't do. So I think you're you're saying like, okay, like the, the thing that would stop me would be like the difficulty yeah. of doing it, right? Oh, you mean like the things I don't want to do? I'm just saying shit I don't want to do. Yeah, uh, I was actually talking to the Wathbot about this the other day, how like... Does he have people? Uh, yeah, I, know, I, th- I hope that's all right. You know, this, uh, he has a... Um, okay, so I'll just say it. He has a maid that lives with them in lives. the guest house. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm drumming it up here. Uh, but yeah, so I've actually thought about hiring a cleaner. Mm-hmm. Um, so my mom is doing that because we have a baby right now. And mm-hmm. she is like pretty awesome with that mm-hmm. but when we don't have a baby anymore she'll probably stop and then i think we might do a cleaner because i hate cleaning the shower mm-hmm. what about you do you hire somebody i don't but i kind of want to you should because here's the thing right um there's x number of hours in the world yeah right and there's like x amount of effort output in a human per annum yep Right, you know, and it's like, how much of that do I want to spend on stupid, dinky little yeah. shit in my own home? Right, I know. Yep, it's you true. Know? It's true, and 
And like, I'll yeah. make, I mean, in theory, in a world where like, I still like did something that paid me money for my effort. Um, then I would make, <laughs> um, then I would make more money in those hours than I would be spending. And so, even if I made, even if it was break even, I would You would be it. specialized. If I could spend one hour cleaning up my house versus spending one hour writing code to earn money to pay someone to clean up my house for one hour, I would prefer to write code for one hour. Yeah, right. Yep, uh, I agree. Um, I So I've thought like, with this whole homeownership thing, Daniel, I'm new to the game. So I'm, you know, we had like chores at the apartment, but now I have like an, an estate, you know, yeah, right. like mowing the lawn is just yeah, like the idea of like completing thing. the list is like, oh, that's not a thing. Oh yeah. It's not a thing. It's this huge thing. And so I've thought like, man, I don't, I don't want people that I want creative output from like, like, let's say, I don't know. I, do you want uh, Elon Musk, like mowing his lawn? Like, no. Don't mow mm. your freaking lawn. Just do what we want you to do. Like Taylor, like do I Oh want yeah, I don't care Taylor, about them. Like, I don't care off? about the hogs and what they want. Well, I don't know what I'm saying is like I I'm thinking from other people like do, do you want like Livewire V3 a week sooner or do you want me to like mow my lawn mow and your own wash lawn. the sh- the sh- and like scrub the shower and stuff like that. I don't know, you know, it's like that's at least crossed my mind that like man Mm -hmm. people who have houses waste so much time yeah and now i'm one of those people Mm -hmm. well and also like burning time you gotta think about like this right like uh if you enjoy mowing your lawn yeah mow your lawn of course you know if it helps you blow off steam if it helps you feel connected to your estate like whatever mow your lawn do you like mowing your lawn I do and I don't. I did I, it this morning. I I exclusively don't. Charlotte don't. does though. Charlotte Surely likes don't. mowing the lawn. Oh really? And she ninety percent of the time mows the lawn. Wow. Yeah. You the, know, if I had a riding lawn mower, I think I'd like it. All the old guys in our neighborhood love the fact that Charlotte mows the lawn, and oh, I yeah? don't. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. all were like, "Yeah." So I got there mowing the lawn. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, "That's me." <laughs> That's I know a couple who the the lady mows the lawn and that's yeah. uh the neighbor across the street. Actually a bunch of wow, this must be like a thing. There's not really a guy girl split on mowing lawns at least where I live. Yeah. A lot of there, ladies there is mowing where lawns. I live. There's a bunch of we've talked before about the chorus of power tools. No. The oh, it's it used to be like exactly when we would start recording would oh. be when everybody in this neighborhood would just like fire up their leaf blowers <laughs> and chainsaws. Start and, a howl. Yeah. Yeah. But uh but yeah. That's funny. So there's there's a deep culture of like small gas powered implements mm. to maintain your lawn right. out here. And they mm. love that Charlotte's in the in the culture and I'm not. That's funny. Yeah. It really does connect you with your neighbors, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah taking care of your you know yeah yeah daniel uh have you been do you uh are you a laravel developer anymore did you quit months and months ago that's a great question uh so i am a laravel developer because pecking order the game yeah continues nice i have now 
two friends who have learned programming thanks to this game. Okay. One is more focused on the front end. One is more focused on the back end. And by front end, I mean Tailwind, Alpine, and Livewire. So but that's what I mean by the front end. Okay. Um, but like writing blade templates and like templating yeah, logic yeah. and all of that stuff. Heard. Right. Yeah. And then the other guy is with me in like event sourcing architecture mm-hmm. back end land. Um, Do you consider yourself both... more of a back end developer, Daniel? You've me? probably spent equal or more time on the front end, but do you like, is that your jam more so? Do I like, I don't like, uh, do you mean like React and stuff? Yeah, I don't know, the whole thing. I don't like React and stuff. I really like writing Alpine. I think Dude. writing Alpine is really fun. Me too. Um, I don't have a lot of opportunity for it right now. Who needs opportunity? Like, I'm writing a lot of Adonis. Yeah, you got big into Adonis. That's, yeah. I had to. Like, I had to get big job. into something. I had to get big into some node framework. Yeah. And it's Adonis. Yeah. I've, I mean, I've heard great things. It's, L- it's Laravel for node, right? Kind, yeah. Well, kind of. It's well, something. It's closer it's to Laravel, Laravel for node than anything that exists. One thing that's really cool about Adonis, which is really just cool about node, is like node is a long running process. Yes. PHP, not long running process. Yes. Right? Unless you're using Octane. Right. But you know what's cool is yes. say you want a singleton. Okay. Oh. What do you you just store it in a global variable? Mm. And there it is. Mm. So the Discord API client mm-hmm. uh has caching built in. Yeah. Oh, so and all the like, processes share from that same cache. So well, there are not there, no process. Oh, you don't need a cache. The process, right? I know, not the, but you know what I mean. The the connections yeah, it, or whatever. It has caching built in, so like if it like fetches your guilds, yeah. Unless you explicitly nice. tell it to bust the cache, it will yeah. just hit the cache next time you ask for your guilds to decrease your rate limiting potential. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, well, I don't just want this for this one request. I want to share this caching across like all requests. Yeah. So what do you do? You just stick the discord uh sdk like object yep instance yep in a global variable and how do you put it in a global variable it's process dot discord equals yeah and so you just slap it in a global variable and then you just use it from there wherever you need to yeah that's cool and there you go and so like the bot instance which is like the discord bot that's also in a global variable so if i need to like access it from anywhere to like send a command or send like output to someone's server or whatever yeah it's pretty so like wild. anything that's like a singleton you can just like slap in a global variable and then there it is yeah, long-running cool. process is no instantiation it's cool yep very sweet because i was like sweet. trying to figure i did all this digging and i was like dude why is it, they have an ioc container but it's like what like i can't bind a singleton like i can bind mm. like I can do like dot bind, yeah, basically, right. you know. Mm-hmm. But it's like I want a singleton for this thing, mm-hmm. and so I finally went in their Discord. I was like, "Yo, why no singletons?" And they're like, "Oh, you don't need them. Just stick it in a global variable." I was Funny. like, "Node." Why don't they just make it a singleton syntax and just stick it in a global variable for you? I guess they could do that, but they like, so you don't you have to go in the Discord. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I guess I guess they're not thinking as much like Laravel developers onboarding into Node. I think they're thinking more like yeah, Node developers onboarding and into Node developers would just do would that. just know to yeah. stick in the global. Yeah, interesting. 
Interesting. Um, have you seen Bun? Bun. The new, uh, it's like, so there's Node, then there's Dino, you know? Uh-huh. Um, oh, I saw stats about it. I didn't yeah, see it. Bun's like the new Dino. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it looks insane. It looks like, I mean, it's supposed to be like a zillion times faster than Node and Dino. And it has like all the things built in. It looks really nice. Like Fetch is built in. Um, I think WebSock like... Uh, yeah, I think everything's just built in like web, um, APIs and what else it, I mean, it has a test runner that's apparently like stupid fast. Like, you know, Jest is so slow. It's like, I don't cause I use Joppa now. Oh, what? Joppa? Is that, that's the Adonis like okay. first party. Is it, test fa- is it instant like PHP unit? Uh, in my yeah. experience, any of these, I mean, like, it's pretty fast. But right, like but it's the, not like you hit enter, and if your test is fast, then it's just like instant green. Yeah. Well, all my tests are like run migrations and stuff. Yeah. Like it doesn't have a. There's no refresh database trait where it like intelligently figures out yeah. whether you use transactions or migrations. And yeah. So these are all improvements that like, if you think about like the long tail of Laravel. I was Laravel, just gonna say it's like all the long tail. Yeah. It wouldn't like, have like yeah. all these things that like didn't exist in like Laravel right. six. Yep. But like in the last like seven eight like in yeah. those in a that era all these little nice convenience things yeah. got added and they just don't exist yet mm-hmm. but it's like shocking how much they've gotten done hmm. like i mean if you just think about like all right build laravel now right yeah it'd be crazy like all the things that are like on the like bucket list of like okay what do i need to build to say that i've built laravel yeah are done and then the only thing that was missing that I like really absolutely required mm-hmm. in order to like be having a good time was yep. route model binding. Hmm. And I bitched about it enough that he just built it nice. as sponsorware. So then I sponsored him to get it. Cool. How much? And then uh, I 20 bucks a month or something, okay. but, um, and then now it's free and open source. Nice. Um, but yeah, route model binding is alive and well in Adonis. Fed. Oh, blessings oh, to you sir sheesh fantastic sheesh um, geesh, dude daniel you uh you're you're full-time nft land yeah tell us about that is, it, well, is this for the foreseeable future for the forever or is it like crypto we'll, is we'll a, see a we'll dumpster see. I fire mean, or is it all going to- crypto is a dumpster fire exactly so like who knows you know like i mean i foresee a bull market coming in the next year so like part of me is like well i should be i should try and earn a lot of crypto right now right while it's cheap instead of doing the opposite and earning a lot while it's not cheap and then yeah <laughs> dcaing out of my position of crypto right too well, you don't slowly have to get out of your position because well i guess if you think it, you know but yeah go on like i i dca'd too slowly What's out of dca dollar cost averaging okay so like basically like buying the same amount same yeah solana amount of dollars yep every week or whatever yeah but like within like four weeks of our mint like solana had lost like 60 percent of its value (laughs) like we minted at exactly the moment where like it fell off a cliff so so crazy it sucked it sucked dude and i mean like i pulled a good amount early so i have what like percent buffer of my well so we left a good chunk in the business 
How much? Okay, go ahead. Um, and then I pulled probably 30K, 30K USD. Nice, yeah. Um, which is great. But then it's like, well, then you have to think about taxes. And so like, <laughs> really, I, really, it's like 20K, you yeah. know? So, and then I sort of DCA'd out of the rest of my Solana sort of slowly over time. So I probably could have, I could ideally have walked with 100K and probably instead walked with, 50k okay. but I, I well if you think about what we left in the business i could have walked with like 80k yeah i'm probably walking with 50 okay so yeah well i mean that's pretty pretty tootin good i somebody i forget who it was that i was talking to was like daniel you know I'm, or they were like glad that you put the screws to me to say how much i made on alpine components on no yeah. plans to merge and they were like but you didn't put it to him to say how much he made on the mint yeah, I so like, I could, yeah, if you want idiot, the actual numbers, here's here are the numbers. So based on the dollar cost of Solana at the time of Mint, we made $360,000 Nice on the Mint. Yeah. Um, 10% of that went to Nate for the art. Yeah. Um, 33% of that went to Potheads. Yeah. And so of the remaining 57%, I took 27.5. He took 27.5. He yep. being Papa. Um, Papu. so 27.5% of 360k is, um, $99,000. So that's $99,000. Then we left like a good chunk in the business yeah. so that we could like pay people and stuff. Right. And so we each probably had about 80 okay like at and peak. of that 80 you took 30 cash of that 80 i took 30 cash and like quickly right and then i dca'd out because i kept being like okay oh. well like i don't want to like lock in these losses right now yeah but then obviously i should have locked in the losses well i don't know depends how long of a game you're playing yeah that's true but i've moved most of my solana like most of my crypto exposure is not in solana right now like I've moved most of it to Bitcoin. Gotcha. Anything I want to be, if I yeah. want to be exposed to crypto, I would rather yeah, be exposed to Bitcoin be exposed right to now. You know, that's true. I wonder if I should do the same thing. Huh. Yeah. Cause I like, if you like look it. at, if you look at historically, like the end of bear markets, yeah. Uh, altcoins can just go to zero. Right. Yeah. It's like, yeah, exactly. Bitcoin's not going to go to zero. Yeah. And usually Bitcoin will pump first. So it's like if you're in Bitcoin, yep. Bitcoin pumps, and then you can sweep altcoins with your Bitcoin that has now pumped. Yep. And get like a much better price on those right. altcoins. So what do you see as like next for you? Is it like stick with this project or is it like, all right, let's say, you know what? So I don't have to, let's say that tomorrow this project goes to shit completely mm -hmm. and just folds and is like, oh, sorry. What would you do? Would you would you uh, go after more like more of a life in this space, or would you like come back to to Laravel uh, mainland? Um, maybe both. I don't know. Like, yeah. I think um, I think I've I've touched the third rail of Web three, the Web third rail. So, like, I think I'm I think I'm gonna always try and be like. Well, always for the next, however long Web three 
the current iteration of web three is a thing right um i'll always try and like have my feet in the pool a little bit yep um earn a little money there right um but yeah i mean like right now we've got so we've launched our pre-sale tool um so that's like active and people are using it for mints like we've had tens of thousands of whitelist slots claimed through the tool yep um and uh we're working on the sort of the like inbound version of the tool so the version that we pushed is like outbound okay where it's like hey i'm a project i want to give away whitelist slots yeah like whatever the inbound version of the tool is like hey i'm a project who receives a lot of whitelist slots from a bunch of different projects yeah so nice. let me you have a Manage tool to consolidate all that. Of it. yeah so that's i mean that's my weekend is like getting that to I, I don't know if i can say names but like all the big boys um in the space want to use it nice um so getting that done and ready for them to use and like that's kind of like the immediate play so that's like a big mostly a big reputation play there's some money in it uh -huh. as well but like mostly a big reputation play um mm -hmm. uh, but yeah like you know we need if this project's going to live long term we need more sustainable sources of revenue right so yeah. we've got some ideas for sustainable sources of revenue that like i could tell you about but can't really announce but Right. Um, and then, like, we also have ideas for other projects that we could right, and right, might right. launch. So let me ask you, as somebody who talks to, like, companies about Web3 and stuff, is it is it over, you know, for, like, from where I'm standing, I want to know, is it just because of where I am on Twitter and the world that I see? But, it like, it seems to me like it's all over nobody cares about nfts anymore the people i i'm i follow your discord i follow the project so i see that like it's just as busting as ever you know there's mm -hmm. just as many people hyped up about it you're doing just as many interesting things um stuff like that but outside that like companies where before they're like oh, i gotta figure out how to you know work an nft in our business plan like yeah figure I mean, out I, is that is that over are people like nfts are so over or can you still go to like nike and be like let's do an nft you know there's still like people getting into the space um i would say it's drastically cooled off yeah right like especially like big established money trying to put right investment into web3 has yeah. cooled off a lot yeah um because if i you know if you're like uh, this is like risk off season you know like there's no this is the thing i've been like looking at is like there's really nowhere good to put money right now like the economy is every single sector of the economy is fucking dog shit right now. Mm -hmm. Like, and have you, have you seen all this stuff about the car loan bubble? Uh, maybe I, I guess I, I've listened to a little bit of like planet money or the indicator on the car loan bubble. And they had somebody talking about it and that the take is like, was like, Oh, this is, I think I've seen tweets that are like, this is just like, uh, you know, the, the housing bu bubble in 2008, like, Except you know, that used cars are not worth as much as used houses. Right. That's the biggest <laughs> point. But also that like, oh, wait. Right. Okay. I'm thinking of two separate things. I'm thinking of people saying it's another, are we in another housing bubble? Well, and, no, the, people are saying that, right? right. But it's like, exactly. Those if you are think two about separate the housing things, bubble, though, yeah. if you think about the housing bubble, right? Like when the housing bubble popped yeah. and there was like a million foreclosures or whatever, yeah. if you were sitting on a hundred million dollars houses were just on sale 
you could yeah. just buy a bunch of cheap houses and accumulate them and like that was a good place to be parking money at that time right. was like buy up foreclosures yeah right but, but you're saying with cars it's like there's no cars po- are not what are you gonna buy like a 2008 to... kia sorento <laughs> yeah like and think that that's gonna be worth something in four years you know because like if you buy a house now and just wait four years for the market to recover like a house is a house yeah you know but a car is not a car four years later like they lose massive amounts of value over time the good place to put money right now is into uh index funds you know (laughs) it's in yeah well i mean that's what i'm saying is like but like i think in a bear market like you know you could put money in like i think honestly a good place to put money right now is in cash do you think so like i think you're gonna lose more putting money into over the next year oh i see over the next six months i think you'll lose more putting it in an index fund than you would just having it in cash interesting like just inflation you lose eight percent or whatever nine percent based on current inflation way is it that maybe the inflation number is like over nine percent now is inflation right now is nine point one yeah Nine point so you, you one, lose man. nine point one. You, like you're, you, there's nine point one percent money you rot. Cash, just having you're cash, just you're losing nine point nine point one. Yeah. Right? Yep. I would say if that money was in like a bunch of blue chip stocks, you're, you're gonna lose losing twenty. You're losing twenty over the next six months. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. All right. Well, then I'm doing the right thing. I tell you. I don't know. I mean, like I'm, I'm cash. Like, I, I mean, I obviously have, like, stock exposure yeah, as well. Course. But, like, with money that I'm, like, holding in this sort of crypto world, yeah. like, I'm cash and Bitcoin. And that's all I'm doing right now. Interesting. It's, like, only cash and Bitcoin. Yeah. And mm. waiting for the sweep. So, I think I need to move my Solana over to Bitcoin after this that, conversation. That would be a good move. Um, I think I need to do that. Is Solana over? No, 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 no. Why no is it Solana over? It's Solana's centralized. Crushing. Solana's crushing. And it's like fallen flat on its face a few times. What do you like, mean it's centralized? Uh, this, this, this is funny. This is a I'm, common is, FUD point. This is great because I'm entering oh, wait, into territory. I've got two minutes, that, dude. Oh, I've dude, got two bro. minutes, Caleb. Um, oh, Daniel. Okay. Oh. Daniel. Uh, sorry. What are we supposed to talk about for two minutes? Two minutes is such a weird amount of time. Um, it is finger licking good. It is finger looking good. Should we do another podcast really soon so that we can talk about Solana? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's well, centralized, you know? It is centralized. Keep that top of mind. Dude, it is centralized. Okay, Mr. Mm-hmm. Fudd? It's mm-hmm. centralized. Am I right? Sure. Yeah, yeah. All the ETH liquidity is on Solana now, but it is very centralized. Listen, Daniel, I know a lot more about this stuff than you do. So please defer That's to me. True. Did you see Magic Eden raised $130 million at a $2 billion valuation? No, I did not. Magic Eden, That's first unicorn in the NFT space. Wow. They raised this money like three weeks ago. That's very interesting. In a That's time a when no money. one can raise money. That is weird. Where did they get all the money from? Who gave them that money? That's a very good question. I would love to look into the round a little bit and see where it came from. Yeah, that's a little weird. Coinbase is bleeding out over there and Magic Eden is... Hmm. Yeah. Well, 
I had some friends who were going to work at Coinbase, like, and didn't get the job, like, not to, like, weeks before. The layoffs? Um, maybe a month before or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. They, they were, like, bummed, and then, then obviously, they're very happy. I was at NFT NYC. I went to this, like, event at Google, and I was, like, talking to a guy there who's a Coinbase engineer. I was, like, he's, like, oh, yeah, I'm an engineer at Coinbase. I was, like, oosh, sorry. Mm. And he was, like, yeah, it's, a bunch of my friends just got laid off. It was, like, yeah, dude, it's not wild. a good time to be a boy. No. All right. Uh, would All right, you, you like to go. cue that? Yeah, outro? yeah. Let's um, cue it. Cue it right. Wait. Music. Okay. Yep. Now. And now. <laughs>